Welcome to another podcast episode of WeatherWise. It is Wednesday, August 18th, and this podcast is going to be about the hurricane season because we're starting to get to the peak of hurricane season. We're so close to getting there and we're starting to see the Atlantic hurricane season ramp up again after taking a little bit of a break. So this active season continues. I am Chief Meteorologist Daniel Johnson and today I'm alongside Meteorologist Sloan Haynes. Okay, so the hurricane season, Sloan, has been kind of quiet mm -hmm. in the last month, month and a week, but it started quite active. But now it's starting to pick up again. We have some storms out there. Uh, Fred is just remnant moisture now, mm -hmm. uh, but it did make landfall in the panhandle of Florida just the other day. And then we have two other storms yeah. out there we're keeping a close eye on. And could there be future storms right around the corner? Well, likely because mm -hmm. the season's definitely looking active as we keep that La Nina watch going. If you guys have been listening to us uh, the past few weeks or whatnot with our podcasts, we've been talking about the La Nina watch, the current pattern we're in, and how that will favor an active season. So I guess we should first talk about, we had Elsa back in July, and then that really impacted Delmarva, mm -hmm. brought us tornado warnings, heavy rain, and then we got a big break. Yep. And then Fred popped up. <laughs> yep, it was quiet, and then we kept watching the tropics, and then we had Fred pop up, and yep. that's what we've been monitoring for the past about week and a half was um, Fred originally started off as potential tropical cyclone 6 um, about northeast of Barbados on Monday, August 9th. But then as um, it continued to move and it continued to trek towards, you know, warmer waters, that's when it started to intensify. And on Tuesday, August 10th, it became tropical uh, storm Fred. So we were watching Fred. We saw the National Hurricane Center's path, seeing that it was eventually going to head into the Gulf. All the models were pretty much agreeing on that, too, that it was going to impact the Gulf in some way. Eventually, you know, they narrowed down to it impacting the west coast of Florida and then eventually the Panhandle. But before that, the next night after it became a tropical storm, it weakened again down to a tropical depression. And that was because, you know, interact with some wind shear, interact with some land, causing it to weaken, causing it to lose its momentum. And it was on the verge of the point of no return at one point. It didn't really want to uh, intensify again, but all the models were showing that it was going to eventually become a tropical storm once more and that's what we saw by sunday august 15th it uh, redevelops into a tropical storm again and on monday morning what was interesting when i came in they released the 5 a.m outlook still showing that it was a tropical storm still showing that it was pretty much the same strength as it was when um, it re-intensified but by the 11 a.m advisory month this past monday morning it strengthened to have sustained winds of 60 miles per hour. And then later in the day on Monday at around 2.15 p.m. Uh, Central Time near Cape San Blas, Florida, that's where it made landfall with wind, sustained winds of 65 miles per hour. Then, of course, you know, after a tropical system interacts with the land, that's when we're going to start to see it weaken. And that's what we saw throughout the day on um, Friday by 5 or Tuesday. By 2 a.m. Tuesday morning, that's when we saw it become a tropical depression again. Then as we head throughout the day Tuesday and into Wednesday, that's when it you know, just really became 
remnant, and mm -hmm. that's what we're looking for now for Delmarva as we head into Wednesday night. And luckily, Fred mm -hmm. will be staying far enough to yes. our west where we're not too concerned with, you know, a tornado outbreak or any crazy uh, record rain or anything like that, like, you know, we had with mm -hmm. Isa Ias and what we had with Elsa with the very heavy rain. So luckily, it's going to be far enough to our west, but still close enough where it could bring us some heavy yeah. downpours and some thunderstorms at time at times actually later today. Mm -hmm. uh, we're expecting it late today and into tonight, maybe lingering into Thursday morning, but we're really not expecting too much mm -hmm. uh, from Fred. We but can yeah. expect it to feel a little extra muggy oh, outside yeah. as we head sure. throughout the day today and as we head into Thursday. So that's something to be mm -hmm look out for but you know be grateful we're not in the 90s for those highs like how you were like, last week with this moisture that heat because wave i would not be outside the next couple <laughs> of days yeah it was bad i had i saw one of our co-workers mm -hmm. our pet reporter sarah ash tweet this humidity this heat is so disrespectful all i wanted to do was go to the grocery store <laughs> and i'm sweating like profusely mm -hmm. uh so yeah, it's a tropical air mass. I yeah. mean, we've been stuck in this humid air mass for a while. Mm -hmm. So um, the tropics really getting its act together. So that's Fred. But then we have Grace out there, which mm -hmm. continues to strengthen. And mm -hmm. Grace was um, our next name storm after Fred. And the NHC began to monitor that wave uh, kind of off the Cabo Verde Islands on August 10th. And then that wave just began to strengthen uh, over the next few days and it did become potential tropical cyclone seven so they started to become or you know start to issue those advisories and then on the 14th um, they updated it from a tropical depression to a tropical storm and that's when it got its name grace mm -hmm. but it then weakened again as it interacted with some mm -hmm. land some mountainous uh, regions of those islands in the caribbean and then some of the models started shifting it farther to the south mm -hmm. and not impacting, you know, parts of the Caribbean that we really thought it would be impacting. Like uh, it still did bring impacts to Haiti, unfortunately, that just had that devastating earthquake, yeah. uh, but it could have been much worse. So it started to track more to the south over water. So the latest forecasts actually have it continuing to strengthen and likely hitting the Yucatan Peninsula mm -hmm. as a category one hurricane. And then it's expected to go into the Gulf of Mexico. The waters are pretty warm. Conditions will be favorable to either maintain that category one strength or maybe get stronger. And then it looks to hit Mexico mm -hmm. as we head towards the end of this week and into this upcoming weekend. So we'll keep tracking Grace and see what Grace decides to do. But yeah, that's another storm out there mm -hmm. we're watching. And this time of year is when we really see those Gulf of Mexico storms, mm -hmm. Caribbean storms. And that's yeah. kind of where we've been seeing them as of late, although some of these have started kind of far out in the Atlantic. Yeah. And that's what we're seeing right now with uh, Henri. It is spelled to let everyone, it's spelled H-E-N-R-I. Ulysses always has the pronunciation guide handy. So for it's everything. Henry, right? Yeah, that's, uh, that's no? what I said. No. I said Henry, and he goes, no, Sloan, it's Henri. So that's how um, this storm is pronounced. We have a tropical storm Monday later in the day. But that's something we were looking out for. We, there was an area to watch. I believe Sunday night, that's when Ulysses posted that it had a high chance of development within the next 48 hours. And within 24 hours on Monday, that's when we saw it become tropical storm Henri. The good news is with this storm, 
forecasts are expecting it to really make like a hook around Bermuda, which is interesting and very fortunate for Bermuda that they're mm -hmm. not going to have a direct impact from this. But something that I believe you and I talked about maybe a few months ago and even last year is that even though this storm is staying out at sea, there's still impacts from it. And I mean, we're going to see probably our rip current risk increase as we head throughout the next couple of days as the system continues to make its hook around Bermuda. We're already at a moderate risk um, yesterday and for t uh, Wednesday. So that's something for us to look out for too is the rip current risk. It will still influence us even though, you know, it's hundreds of miles away. And that's something people just need to keep, you know, mm -hmm. an eye out on the forecast and pay attention to these forecasts. And always when you're at the beach, I know you don't want to go up to a lifeguard and, you know, say, hey, is it safe to swim? But it's just that's the best thing to do. Mm -hmm. You need to make sure there is no danger for, for rip currents and the lifeguards will tell mm -hmm. you. They know the forecast and what's expected. So most of this week we're expecting dangerous rip currents here at our coast and that will probably continue into this weekend mm -hmm. too. So please, 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 if you're swimming in the ocean, swim near a lifeguard, talk to that lifeguard. They'll let you know how dangerous it is because even though our weather could be nice, mm -hmm. there's still a storm out there, yeah. you know, in the Atlantic and could cause major problems here along our coast in terms yeah. of rip currents. And so. I think too, even, um, when you look at the rip current risk for the day, the lifeguards will generally have a sign on that explains each one. And they'll even say for a moderate risk, even though you're thinking, oh, well, low than moderate, a moderate risk, you should really only go into the ocean if you are an experienced swimmer and make sure that you're always swimming inside of a lifeguard, even if you are an experienced swimmer, because the rip currents will be stronger, especially with the tropical system off in the Atlantic and even watching out for rougher surf too from the system. And we've already had a mm -hmm. death uh, in Ocean City because of the rip currents uh, this year. And that was only, I think, I think waist deep water. Mm -hmm. uh, so these things can be very dangerous. And just a quick tip, if a rip current pulls you out, they're not typically going to pull you under. They usually pull you out away from the shore. If that happens, of course, our first reaction is to panic, but try not to. Try to let it suck you out. I know that sounds scary, but try to let that rip current pull you away from the coast mm -hmm. It's not gonna pull you forever out there. You're not gonna go, you know, way out miles in the ocean. It's just gonna pull you out a little bit. Although it is a pretty strong pull, just let it take you. Try to float on your back if you can and do your best to just relax and mm -hmm. let it take you out. Once it stops doing that, then swim parallel to the shore, gently getting yourself out of it. That's the best mm -hmm. advice because if you start to fight it and you panic, you're gonna get tired mm -hmm. and you can go under, so. Yep. It's yeah, those are tough things to deal with and we don't like yep. seeing or hearing about those deaths. Mm -hmm. So just something to keep in mind. So that's Henri. Yeah, Henri is the other storm out mm -hmm. there. That's our H name. And our next storm name would be, I think it's Ida or Ida. I'm not sure. It's Ida. 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 So it is and Ida. And then, mm -hmm. isn't it Julian? Julian. <laughs> I'm sure he's very excited about that. Yes, our anchor Julian here on the evening and night news. So we'll see what that storm mm -hmm. produces. Um, because at this point last year, uh, we had already gotten through the K name mm -hmm. and um, getting into the L name. So we're several names behind this season because we had that break um, through most of July and into early August. But it's starting to pick up again. You know, we're, we're entering that active season again and uh, we're actually starting to see the season ramp up. So. Yeah. Um, we actually have only had two other Atlantic hurricane seasons since the satellite era. 
um, where we've had eight or more named storms develop by the middle of August. And that was 2005 and 2020. And we were so close this year. So we have the, those storms out there. So it's definitely up against those mm -hmm. very active years. Um, so yes, we might, we might be behind last year, yeah. but it's still very, very active. And still expected, you know, with the Colorado State University and uh, NOAA both updating their forecasts, both including the previous named storms prior to Fred within their updated forecast, still calling for an active season. And when we started the podcast, we talked about how we haven't quite reached the peak of hurricane season yet. A lot of you might be thinking, well, how are we not there already? Feels like it's been a while that hurricane <laughs> yeah. season's been going on. That you guys have been talking about it, but this goes until November first. Uh, so we or the end of November. 30th, yeah. End of November. So we will see you know more storms as we head throughout these next weeks because that's climatologically that's how this occurs, and that's because during you know as we head into late August, early September, that's when we're starting to see weaker wind shear. And um, just to reiterate, what wind shear is that's um, the winds changing with height. So if you're not a fan of hurricanes, you want all the wind shear in the world because that's going to tear a tropical system apart. But by late August, that's when we really see it reach a minimum. And now think of all the sunny 90 degree days that we have had here on Delmarva lately. And not only does it warm our land, it warms our ocean. So as we head throughout uh, August and into early September, that's when we're starting to see the warmest ocean temperatures of the summer. And that's what hurricanes live off of. That is like more fuel to the fire they for love them. It. They love it. So when we have, that's why they love the Gulf starting off in the hurricane season because the Gulf of Mexico, so much warmer yeah. than the Atlantic Ocean in June. So that's why, you know, we see a lot of them form there. But now as we head throughout August, September, even October, mm -hmm. we're seeing more systems forming out there in the tropical Atlantic or even right now where Henri is uh, west of or east of Bermuda. So we're seeing storms forming out there because of how warm these ocean temperatures are. And that is why the peak of hurricane season is September 10th. Yeah, so we're getting there very, very close to the peak. And this is one thing to put it in perspective. So here we are very close to August 20th, getting closer to that peak. It's interesting when I look at this peak chart here, you look at August 20th and you look at October mm -hmm. 20th. It's about the same activity. Mm -hmm. So August 20th, October 20th. I mean, October 20th is a ways away, but the, both of those dates have very similar activity mm -hmm. and we have pretty active tropics right now. Mm -hmm. So we could still have it through October and into November. Mm -hmm. I mean, the hurricane season, as you mentioned, doesn't end until November 30th. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned. I mean, yeah. it's, it's active already and we're not even at the peak. Mm -hmm. So, And again, as we head throughout the next couple of weeks and into September and October, that's when we're going to start to see those storms forming more off into the Atlantic. Because if you remember, when we were talking, I believe it was last week, we kept mentioning tropical waves off the coast of Africa. Yeah. And that's what we were talking about because that's how the climatology goes for hurricane season where we start to see storms and waves moving off the coast of Africa towards the Gulf, towards the east coast of the U.S. So that is something to say whether we're at this on because we're mm -hmm. always keeping up to date on if there's a disturbance out there or not. It's chance of development. Even if it's a 10% chance of development, we let you know. And those are the storms we can track for weeks. Mm -hmm. I mean, coming off the coast of Africa, tracking all the way across the U.S., depending on where it goes, 
it could be out there for a long time. So it, we're getting into the uh, peak of hurricane season and we're getting into the time of the season when we start to get those waves coming off of Africa and we get more of those hurricanes developing well out there into the Atlantic. So we still have a lot to watch, still have a lot of hurricane season to go. Grace, Henri out there right now. Luckily, Henri is not expected to impact any land mm -hmm. directly, but Grace is the Yucatan Peninsula of Mexico and then the mainland of Mexico mm -hmm. uh, on the other side, just south of Texas. Uh, will likely get impacted. So, mm -hmm. uh, and they have a lot of flooding in that yeah. part of Mexico, you know, with the mountainous regions mm -hmm. there. I know um, they're, they're at a greater risk for uh, landslides, landslides too. too. We see that a lot. And even with um, Fred moving through the Appalachians yeah. the other day, they were at risk for landslides from heavy rainfall from that because they were expected to receive up to, I think, eight inches of rain. Haven't seen any rainfall reports from them yet, but still waiting yeah. to see. And I've, I checked yesterday, there were multiple tornado warnings mm -hmm. uh, all throughout Georgia, the Carolinas, as Fred was lifting north. Mm -hmm. So, and it's still going to bring us some showers and storms yep. later today. Um, anything else you wanted to add with um, this podcast? I think we've covered it all. The next name on the list is Ida, mm -hmm. followed by Julian. So we will see how the tropics work out the next couple of days because we could see something else out there as yeah. we start to approach the peak of hurricane season. And after Julian is Kate, my sister Kate. So <laughs> we're going to have to be dealing with that uh, potential as well. So stay tuned, guys. We'll keep watching the Atlantic, the Gulf, um, and keep everyone updated, of course. And we'll be back next Wednesday for another episode of WeatherWise. Thanks for tuning in.